Welcome to Books with Bitches. I'm Maria. And I'm Madison. Welcome. And today we are reading The Wife Between Us by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekinen. Chapters 1 through 14. Yay. (laughs) So obviously this is a new book, so we get to go over who chose this book and why. So Maria... So I chose this book because it's been in my to-read list for about two years now, ever since it came out on Book of the Month. And yeah, December 2017 is when this book came out on Book of the Month. And so I was like, oh, it'll be interesting because at the time I was really into like wife books, if that makes sense, like books involving like, oh, my wife was murdered. Oh, the husband cheated on the wife, and now the ex-wife is, like, angry and... Okay, wait, is, like, wife thriller books a whole separate genre than, like, regular no. thriller books? No, like, I just somehow... Gra- <laughs> I somehow gravitated to books that had to deal with extramarital affairs. I didn't know wife thriller books was a separate genre than, like, regular thriller it's books. A, I guess it's a thing, because I have a couple of books where it's, like, that I want to read that it's about wives and them dying and stuff like that. Or just... That sounds bad. Just, like, mystery. Extramarital affairs. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what did you think before you started reading this book? Like, why so you wanted I was, to read it other than extramarital affairs? I was excited affairs? to read Because um, I, I guess I was, like, you know, again, I was looking for some book that's going to get my attention. And reading, like, the synopsis on Goodreads and stuff like that, I was like, oh, this should be good. You know, the secret complexities of an enviable marriage and the dangerous truths we ignore in the name of love. So I was like, oh, this is going to be really good. Then I started reading it. And my mind changed completely. Tell me about your your, uh, reaction initially reading it. When I first started reading, okay, I have a very bad habit of getting annoyed very easily hi i'm your best friend (laughs) i think it's called a personality trait and it's that i find things very annoying and if i don't like a character then i find fault in everything that they do and it aggravates me so both of the main characters aggravate the complete shit out of me So I'm trying to give this book a chance, but it's very hard for me to keep reading because I'm like, I can't like the people. Yeah, no, I will agree. This this was hard to get through. The first 14 chapters was hard to get through. And I have read books where the first 300 pages were hard to get through. But then it's worth it at the end. So maybe this will be worth it. That's what I'm hoping to, because at this point, I'm like, we might have to scrap this book, but I was like, no, we need to finish it because we're already 14 chapters in. Yes. <laughs> okay, are you ready to go over the chapters? Mm, I'm ready. Do you want to go over the prologue first or do you want to skip over it and then just go into the chapters? What did the prologue say? So it's told by the Nessa's point of view where she is stalking Richard's fiance. You know, right? I was just talking about how this this woman is so yes, so like unprepared, and she's like Vanessa has already ruined her marriage, right? And she has no idea 
what will happen if she continues like this. None at all. If you're going to be this loud, you need to leave. You're being very noisy. I thought reading the prologue, I was kind of like, okay, it's another jealous ex-wife who wants to get back at her husband. So she's going to attempt to somehow take out the new girl. Oh, so we have an assassination plot is what you're thinking. I don't think it's an assassination <laughs> plot. It's a murder plot. That's, and then she's going to try and get back. Is that not the same thing? <laughs> it's the same thing, but I don't like the word assassination because ass ass a nation. <laughs> okay. All right. And then. But we, no. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know. I think that was kind of like the starting point where I was like, okay, you're, you're done with this guy. Why are you still so obsessed with him? Yeah, and I don't mean to be insensitive, but I'm I know several people who have gotten out of like abusive relationships and initially they're not okay, but like over right. time they're just like, yeah, I'm glad I got rid of him. He was terrible. Mhm. And then they're so much happier for it, but just it's just the the obsession that I of vibes that we're getting initially I from think the prologue. Is, I think it's the obsession that just weirds me out to the point where I'm like, I don't know if I want to keep reading because like this just like, I've been there. I don't want to have to deal with it again. Well, the whole question is like, I don't know who she's obsessed with. Is she still obsessed with Richard or is she obsessed with uh, Nellie? Well, as we keep reading. Okay, I definitely... have a whole theory. So we'll just don't get me started on anything. Okay, and writing that down, what is your theory? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so chapter one is from Nellie's point of view, and she wakes up, like, scared scared out of her mind because she there's, like, a wedding dress ghost, and it's just her fucking wedding dress. But then yeah, we also like, get into the okay. fact that she has, like, bad insomnia. And I think I texted you. I don't think we're in yet because I think – I texted you during chapter two and let me read this text that I sent you because okay. when I sent it, I thought it was hilarious. I still think it's hilarious now and I don't think you were impressed with me when I sent it to you. I am 13 pages into this book and I have vibes of drinking problems. Oh, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I don't I don't get it. But now I see it now that I'm at 14. I'm like, this lady needs to chill out. Okay, They both do. Don't even get me started with Nellie. Okay, and well, the bar. Ugh. Okay. Anyways, chapter one. We're introduced to Nellie, who she's getting married. She's so excited to be getting married to Richard, who travels a lot. She lives with her roommate, and she is a a preschool she's a teacher, kindergarten teacher, and she's been getting weird voicemails. And I'm pretty sure that's all that happens during chapter one. Yeah, I didn't really have any notes for chapter one. Just like There are so many chapters. I have, okay, let's be honest here. I have zero fucking notes other than my my notes that I took after reading every chapter because I just had free time on my hands and I started to psychoanalyze this book. And that's why I have this extravagant theory that I'm going to give you later. Well, I didn't, okay, so you know how like, there's always like that reason as to why the couples ended up leaving each other. Mm -hmm. So in chapter two, there's a part on page 11 where it says three of those bedrooms remained empty throughout our marriage, but the maid still cleaned them every week. I always found an excuse to leave the house when she opened those doors. 
So I was like, okay, so it means the house is empty. This has to deal with a kid or a child, like them not being able to have children or something happened to a child if they had one. I just didn't know where it was going to yet. I just knew that something along the world of children is the reason why they got divorced. Yeah. Or so I think. So you think. But yeah, so now we're introduced to Vanessa and her aunt Charlotte and how Vanessa is... When I've watched the woman Richard left me for, I'm always struck by how soft and innocent she is. So like me when Richard and I first met and his fur and he would cut my face between his palms as gently as if it were a delicate flower he was afraid of damaging. Which is a very nice way of saying, I am stalking someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that was it too. I was like, this girl's crazy. <laughs> The fact that you're watching this girl and her every move because you're still obsessed with your husband, your ex-husband. And then, like, if you look on page 13, she's, um, Vanessa is talking about how Aunt Charlotte is, like, looking at her and, like, how Aunt Charlotte took care of her and her mother. And she says, at the bottom of the page, she goes, I, she thinks I'm a victim, just another woman cut down by the approach of middle age. The compassion would be erased from her expression if she knew of my role in our demise. So she did something. She obviously did something that was like the reason why Richard left her. But then that goes to my point that I'll make at the very end when we talk about what we think that our theories are or whatever. Yeah. But I don't like Richard. I'm just going to let that be known. Oh, right well, now. I think I told you in the initial text message I didn't like Richard. <laughs> or it was a phone call. I don't remember when we were on the phone. I was just like, I think the husband's the bad guy. And you, your response immediately was, the husband is always the bad guy he's always the bad guy in every murder case you look at and if they say it wasn't them they're lying well we can get into a whole tangent later about how i think it's it's rude to classify all men as bad guys in these thriller books because i feel like they appeal to women Mm -hmm. and for them to just always make the guy the bad guy like maybe that's gonna be the twist where we find out he isn't the bad guy Right, and she's just portraying him as the bad guy right yeah, now. Yeah, but I just, if he is, I just feel like it's, and I, I know I said in Home Before Dark, and I was like, women can be evil too. <laughs> yes, that that is true. They and can be. we found out that the woman was evil. Fucking Marta Carver. Miss Pennyface. All right, anyways. Um, yeah, no, and we get to the page 13 where like she's talking she's oh i'm gonna go pick up wine or something or and she's like doctors prescribed pills leaving her sluggish in the morning so holy dependency problems Mm -hmm. but she needs help yeah she goes to work and she runs into an old acquaintance slash wife of richard's friend hillary yes and, of course, she feels the need to ask how Richard is doing. Okay, but before we do that, I don't think we've gotten to this part yet, but, like, with the silver bangle, why are you putting it on? Put it in the cash register. Well, that, I guess that also tells you, too, that there she has, like, some type of, like, stalker issue. Like, she's obsessed with having what other people have. Okay, so this is... I'll bring it up now because this is when I kind of got the vibe and I couldn't put a pin in it initially, but I figured it out. I'm sure you know what Wattpad is. Yes, uh, very much so. Okay. No one likes Wattpad. Anyways, 
people, the reason people don't like Wattpad is because a bunch of teenagers put like their fucking rich fantasy on it where i and this is just giving me vibes of the other side rich girl fantasy you know what i mean okay it and they do it a couple of times or they'll they'll name she does it not a couple times everything vanessa is wearing is name brand something brand Mm -hmm. and it just happens continuously and i'm just like this is annoying that's probably she well because she wasn't raised rich she was raised middle class her mom was always depressed or going through her episodes or whatever so i think like the fact that she finally married into something that she couldn't have and now it's gone she like still wants that i mean i guess but now do you get why i was just like this is giving me wattpad i'm a rich girl fantasy vibes i can see that yeah but yeah and then uh she puts the bangle on, and I think she gives the bangle back because fantasy comes back for it. And then she finds out from Hillary that Richard is engaged. Oh, my husband is actually going to marry her. Why are you and calling him my husband? You're not married. That she's him psycho. <laughs> okay, chapter three again. Okay, this is important to notice, and I don't know if you notice this. Vanessa's chapters are from a first person point of view nelly's chapters are from a third person point of view oh i never noticed that so it kind of implies that vanessa is going to be the one doing things mm-hmm. and that nelly is going to be the person that things happen to well we already see it happening too well, yeah but i just the wanted weird thing. to point yeah, that out i've never made that connection that's yeah all right, chapter three. She's just at the school, and I think she's doing, like, parent-teacher conferences. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, this book was so boring, the first 14 chapters. It was It was very... I think she's just trying to start, or they're trying to start, like, the setup yeah. to get everything in play. Hopefully, it doesn't have a fast-paced ending like the first book we read. I do have on page 26... Nellie had lost track of time until she checked her cell phone on the way to the bathroom. As she exited a stall, a woman nearly bumped into her. Sorry, Nellie had said reflexively. She'd moved to one side but dropped her bag, scattering its contents across the floor. The woman had stepped over the mess without a word and quickly entered a stall. I was like, okay, that's got to be Vanessa. Yeah, sure. There's no way that it's not. (laughs) And I think I have like a few places marked too where like I'm pretty sure Vanessa was there. Yeah, maybe. But then, let's go to the very last page of chapter three. This, we start talking about Richard. And, you know, this is talking about his childhood and how he said that his parents had passed away from a, or his, yeah, his parents died in a car accident. And that, like, this is when they met on the airplane. God. (laughs) And then I thought it was very weird. At the very last sentence. Thank you. He goes, Richard reached out and gently ran his fingers down the length of it before tucking it back behind her hair behind her ear so beautiful don't ever cut it first of all if a man that i just met is on an airplane with me and starts touching my hair first of all get the fuck away from me and second that just gives me like super like manipulator like possessive vibes it's very it's a very early sign of controlling behavior yes a stranger telling you not to cut your hair is gross and controlling. But also... It gave me the ick. 
immediately. <laughs> All right, Zoomer Maria. God, what is it with people on airplanes touching other people's hair? Like, I've had flight attendants touch my hair, and I'm just like, excuse me, no, because I get really sensitive about it because I, I have a lot of hair. Right. And I thought it got stuck on someone, and I was about to apologize, and then I turn around and see them hold, like, touching my hair, and I was just like... Boundaries. What do people not understand? Like, boundaries. Don't touch other people's hair. But, oh, what kind of product do you put in it? Uh, but the fact that Richard just thought it was okay. And the fact that she thought it was attractive is just like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Yeah, that was a little weird. Like, I can't even blame her for having, like, actual daddy issues because she doesn't have a fucking dad. Well, I also can't blame her because, uh, like, as we keep reading, I feel like she's starting to second guess if she, like, truly wants to be with Richard. Yeah, we can but talk we'll about there. that when uh, Vanessa talks about it. Ugh. Oh, my God. And then uh, Vanessa having an existential crisis because Richard is getting married. I would like to point out. Okay. In page 32 to 33. Basically, there's he, she was saying, like, he got the cars, the stocks, and the savings. Like, she didn't even put up a fight. I entered the marriage with nothing. I hadn't worked. I hadn't borne him children. I'd been deceitful. I hadn't been a good wife. Now I'm wondering, well, what else other than you not having given him children did you do? Okay, here's where we have to bring in the fact that we both think Richard is a piece of shit. Where I guess I can bring it up now. I don't think Vanessa is a reliable narrator. Mm. I think this poor woman has dependency issues. One, so she probably has a skewed point of view. But also Mm. in relation to that... She's probably been manipulated for them from manipulated by this guy the entire time they've been married. So she just has been gaslit the entire relationship. She thinks everything she's done is wrong, even though he might be the problem. Hmm. I want to. I kind of disagree with that. Okay. Only because you can see the way that like she just wants to please him, and I think like he's like, okay, no, that's fine. Like you do what's gonna make you happy. But I think where we get into that gray area of, yes, he's becoming the manipulator and she's the one that's just kind of doing everything for him is when she goes to that appointment and he finds out the truth. That's when everything I feel just decides to like. Having a miscarriage. Has that even happened yet in this chapter? No, it hasn't happened yet. But I'm just saying that's where I kind of. Spoilers. (sighs) (laughs) That's like a really traumatic thing to talk about, though. It is, and the way he reacted was not okay. Yeah, so I really don't think that's that much her fault because she knew he was going to have a problem with it. It's not, but at the same time, then she kept drinking, and all he wanted her to do was stop drinking. I don't know if that's all he wanted her to do. We'll find out later. I feel like there's more. I know. This is just Vanessa's, like, drunk on the bed. This is why I said I'm channeling my, my inner Vanessa. Is that tea? That is wine. Is it really wine? Yes. <laughs> you think I put tea in a wine glass just to be funny? I don't know. You said you can't drink during the weekday. I said you can't drink during the weekday. Oh, I read that wrong. <laughs> I definitely can't. Then she talks about how she has six pills left and that she's obsessed with them. And, and she, she texts Richard. Richard. That gave me the cringe moment, too. I was like, I can't believe she did that. I mean, obviously, she's not over it. Does she say they had a mutual breakup? Mm-mm. Uh, just she like, just keeps saying that she's the reason why they ended it. Well, 
she just wants some closure. I'm, you're going to be like, Vanessa's a piece of shit. Vanessa's a piece of shit. I'm going to try to defend her and we'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't like Vanessa, but I also don't like when he says, I'm sorry, but there's nothing more to say. Take care. R. Who signs their text now? What if it just, he has that just like as the signature line, you know, like we all used to. Have. Okay, first of all, he's a boomer. <laughs> So First of all, Richard just sounds like a weirdo, so... <laughs> well, his name is Richard, so... We all know we have nicknames for people like this. I'll Richie. It's, yeah, sure, that's it. <laughs> chapter five. We're back in Nellie's chapter. Oh, yay, Nellie. Okay, what do you not like about Nellie? Mm. Because you, you haven't you told, to oh, okay. It's like you've told me what you don't like about what you don't like about Vanessa. Tell me what you Nellie like doesn't know her. how to say no. She doesn't know how to say no. You can argue Vanessa doesn't know how to say no. Uh, neither of them do. That's Richard's type. Well, no, you're gonna <laughs> spoil my game. <laughs> uh, she's at uh, Gibson's being a waitress, or is told I felt to quit. it was weird at 45 when she comes home and she has to go out that night. When Richard comes to pick her up and Sam, we meet Sam, her roommate. Mm -hmm. He gets out of the car. He's wearing aviators, black shirt with jeans. Oh, wow. How sexy can that be? And then she's like, Samantha never left. And she just stood there. I think Samantha has seen Richard somewhere before and is keeping a secret from Nellie. Samantha knows something. Or maybe Samantha just has bad vibes. I don't know. And it's very hard to tell your your friend that you're like, I don't like your boyfriend and I don't have a valid reason for it. I just get bad vibes from him. Okay, Madison. (laughs) Okay, you know how hard that is to argue to someone, right? Not you telling me this. (laughs) I'm just saying. This is. I know, I know. In other people's worlds, yes. But with you telling me about things, yes. That but doesn't I'm, exist. I'm just saying, like, you can't, you, that's not something you tell someone because you have to have actual evidence to be able to, like, hey, I don't, I don't think you should like that person because they've done my theory, A, B, and C, not bad vibes. Like, what if you're a bad judge of character? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You got him. You got me. Oh my god, and he makes her put the blindfold on. That's fucking creepy. And, and then, then she's talking about how she's getting like anxious because something happened to Nellie in college. She hasn't told us exactly what happened. I think it has to deal with a fraternity or some type of sexual assault. And that's why she gets so anxious about being fine, not knowing where she's going, not having the time, like and feeling like someone's always following her. But also, I don't know how about you feel about this, but we can use the office as an example. When when Jim buys Pam a house, like everyone's just like, that is so romantic, blah, blah, blah. You do not buy a house without your significant other's input because if I had bought a house without my significant other's input, my husband, I swear to God, would have divorced me because I would have bought like a fixer upper and he is not okay with that. This needs to be a mutual decision. You cannot just buy a house well, she even felt yourself. that way. She was like, she thought it, she couldn't enjoy it because she was like, I didn't know he was going to do this. Like, what if that's not the house you wanted? Oh, but you can have a say in like how we decorate it. That doesn't, that doesn't make it different. You went and bought a house. Like if you're buying a house together, it should be like a fun experience. And like both of y'all have a say, not just one of you. And like half the fun of buying a house is touring through all the other houses and making fun of them. Yeah, like when Jayesh and I went to Jayesh. go house looking, we 
It was an it was a ride, and I'm very happy I got to experience that with him. Right? But here's the thing that I get weird vibes about like Nellie and Richard's relationship already is what does Nellie like about Richard other than he's hot and successful? Like, does he have right. any other qualities that she has said, I like Richard because he's funny. I like Richard because he's a nice person. She hasn't. Because she even said that the sex wasn't as good as it was with You're her ex. spoiling. I'm sorry. I'm just, we gotta keep going. Okay, chapter Roll six. this train. <laughs> You're just like, I'm so fucking done with this. <laughs> Vanessa's being weird, obsessing over the text messages. She's hungover. <laughs> Lucille is waiting. This is when her boss finally sees her for, like, the broken woman that she is. Mm-hmm. And we, then we get into Vanessa and Richard's fertility issues. Yeah. And how she, on, like, 30, 53. I'm sorry. I held up the stick behind my back as if it were something shameful to hide. He hugged me as tightly as ever and said all the right things, but I felt a subtle shift in the energy between us. I recalled how we took the walk in the park near our home shortly after our wedding and had seen a father playing caps with his son, who looked to be eight or nine. They wore matching Yankees baseball caps. Richard had paused, staring at them. I can't wait to do that with my boy. I hope he has a better arm than I do. Like, that is really sad. You know, to have to go through that, but like... It's not Van- it's not Vanessa's fault that she couldn't get pregnant. Like, biologically, yes. But it's not like she asked for that. I think I talked to my husband about this because I was like, how fucked up is it that, like, teenagers get pregnant so easily and then these, like, already established women can't get pregnant? It's just so sad. Yeah, and, like, that's all they want. And then, like, but then we see at the end of 54, like, that end of the first major paragraph Mm -hmm. that says but what richard said was maybe you should stop drinking altogether i don't know if al if stopping drinking alcohol helps get pregnant and i was always told that it adds lives but whatever i think what he's trying to say is that like her drinking is an issue it probably is but it also is like, if you really want to get pregnant, like, you'll try at least to stop drinking and see if that helps. What if it's her coping mechanism? Uh, there's got to be a safer coping mechanism than drinking. But anyways, then Vanessa is like trying to calm down. She's on the train. She can't breathe. She has to go back yeah. to the, the to Nellie's, apart- Nellie's apartment, whatever. And then she gets sick and okay. whatever. I think it's already been mentioned. Sorry, we're in chapter seven. Where Nellie tries to be on time because she notes that it's something that it drove him nuts about his ex-wife. And I was like, Nellie's always late too. (laughs) Yeah, she's always late and she doesn't know how to say no. So she's late to the bachelorette party that Sam threw for her, Mm -hmm. which is great because whatever. I feel like Sam is trying so hard to like keep the friendship and Nellie is just so focused on pleasing Richard. Again, red flag. I mean, there are just those people in this world, like, when they get their boyfriend or their husband or whatever, it's like, they don't have friends anymore because their husband is their friend. Here we see Nick, the scum of the earth. I do not like this guy whatsoever. I don't like... This is when I didn't like Nellie either. Yeah, because she... uh, It's literally the only important part that happens in the the chapter to talk about it. She says, happily engaged. The wedding is next month. You don't look like someone who's about to get married. Like, why is she even giving him the point of, like, the time of day? Can we go back a little bit? 
Yeah. It's like describing Nick. Where is he there? seems like an unmade bed. The description that they give of him, he's an unmade bed. Okay. No, but even like in the description that they're giving him, he does like it says he's attractive. But if I drew this face, there's no way I could finagle it to be attractive. Do you know what like, I mean? I just think of greasy black hair, like very palish skin, skater boyish. Okay, I was about to say, and I was like, we do not discriminate against greasers, okay? Wash your hair. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's not what a greaser is, but. <laughs> You're talking um, about like unwashed hair. I'm talking about like the yeah, 50s what... slicking the no, hair back. <laughs> I'm not thinking 50s. I'm thinking nasty, greasy, like you've been yeah, no. He's Oof. icky. Yeah. But then, but then Richard shows up at the club, which is why are you there? It's her bachelorette party. Very weird. Which I mean is a good thing because it kind of saved her, but also threw up in the end. Yeah. But then, then I left. I start go because what, did, what you, i what have to say laugh? is at the very end oh um uh, mine was that he smelled like whiskey and she could feel the heat of his top body through his t-shirt i was like okay this is gross pulls a, oh wait a strand of her hair fell into her eyes and nick smoothed it away okay so here's another hair thingy that we talk about and then he goes one last kiss for old time's sake if I were even put in that situation, I would have pushed them away and been like, get the F off of me, you unmade bed, and would have walked away. But what did she do? She stayed and let it happen, and Richard caught her because she's a nasty little... No, the thing I want to talk about is, like, Richard, I think he tells her, like, never to cheat on him. Yeah. And I was like, that's hilarious. Because he was I cheating on Vanessa with the other girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, With okay. Nelly. Like, and it's just like, oh... That's nice. You're a great person. You but he travel- can say that because she doesn't know. But you travel all the time for work. It is the perfect situation for you to cheat all the time. Do you think Nellie doesn't know that she was the mistress at the time? I don't feel like Nellie knows she's the mistress. Because when he met her, he wasn't wearing his re- wedding ring, which makes me think he is a serial cheater. Mm. But we'll also get into my theory that maybe he's not a cheater yet. Anyways, chapter eight. Aunt Charlotte. Back to Nellie and Aunt Charlotte. It's Vanessa. Sorry, Vanessa. This is when Lucille finally sees her as a normal person. <laughs> Lisa. Linda. Linda. No, it's Lucille. Linda. Lucille? Lucille is Vanessa's boss. Linda is Nellie's boss. Oh, I got the oh, I got the L's wrong. <laughs> Then we get another flashback to Richard, or she's imagining. I don't know. No, this is where we find out that she had a miscarriage in college. And I think that's the only other thing that happens. Is this when she falls? Are we sure that he ha- she had a miscarriage? It's a miscarriage or an abortion. Yeah, I don't know which. I think she lied to him because she said, I knew I couldn't tell the full truth either. I, uh, I had a miscarriage. So I was kind of like, oh, maybe she did have an abortion. Either way, she kept it from Richard, and Richard did not like that, obviously, because Richard just... Would he have married her if she had told him she had an abortion? Or a miscarriage? These are things you need to consider, because if she loves him so much, Mm -hmm. that's going to be something you keep from them, even if it's not the correct thing to do. 
And this is where Vanessa says, they say the wife is always the last to know, but I wasn't. I just chose to look the other way and I never dreamed it would last. Which is like, you're letting your husband cheat on you? you. Yeah. That's upsetting. But that's where I get into the whole, that's where I get into the whole thing of like, maybe he's manipulated her so bad that she thinks he can do no wrong and everything she does is wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not all her fault. But now we get back into Richard and Nellie. Nellie wakes up on over. She's trying to contact Richard. She doesn't hear from him. But then she goes to work to go, like, tear down for the kindergarten class since they have graduation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's where she, like, feels something or someone is watching. Well, isn't it the neighbor? Uh, I'm You're... you're f- Ahead of me, sorry. My I wanted head. to go to the part where Nellie talks to the neighbor, and the neighbor's like, oh, I saw Richard's ex-wife returning a box. Yeah, I was like, uh, what is what is Vanessa doing? And then, yeah, no, she does, uh, she does kind of see someone watching her from the window. We also, too, see that Sam is, like, upset, you know, like, I think Sam was mad that Richard showed up. But she's also mad that, like, you know, yeah. you ditched your friends without even saying goodbye, which is some understandable. I would be upset, too. If your fiance forcibly drags you away from the club, are you really getting mad at the right, right person? Well, I don't think Sam knew. But I'm just saying that this is when Nellie can defend herself. But she then, doesn't. But And then realize, and then Sam can point out, hey, red flags. Is that not what friends are for? Red flag waving. My skeleton hand is a red flag right now. And I'm just waving this thing till it's making a whole tornado, okay? <laughs> but then she, like, tears down. And this is, like, she notices um, someone is outside of the church watching her. Mm-hmm. But then she also starts asking, like, what was Richard's ex like? She, she doesn't know anything about Vanessa. Yeah. Do you think Vanessa made it into the school? I mean, you think she did because she was in the bathroom. That was at a bar. I was at oh, like that. Yeah. No, this one's when she's in the classroom and she hears a noise in the hallway and she says hello and there's no answer and she walked in the doorway and peeked out and there was nothing. And she thought it was maybe the church like was setting settling or whatever. But then that's when she noticed she almost didn't notice the woman standing just behind the gate. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I would have ran out of there so fast. I'm like, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. And then uh, now we're on to chapter 10, where Vanessa is actively stalking Richard's fiance. Yeah, that was weird. Okay. Maybe she picks I up know fruit we, and bagels at the deli. <laughs> I know we didn't mention this, but in one of Vanessa's chapters, she goes on about her dog. I think its name was like Max or whatever. And then when this, uh, when Nelly pets like the cocker spaniel it's like does she know how richard feels about dog what did richard do to this dog i need to know what happened was his name max i think so i was like what happened to the dog i also feel like richard is so controlling to the fact that he, he wouldn't let his wife have a dog because she loved it more than him i've seen that before but i'm also okay this isn't even related to the dog this is related to the fact that Vanessa went into the the salad shop and was like, "Did this lady serve Nelly? It did Nelly get the same salad that I'm getting?" I was like, "It's a salad. Why are you so obsessed? It's so 
Weird. This book is weird. It is very weird. And then she has her aunt painting a woman naked, so that's always fun. But then you have uh, Vanessa cooking dinner where she reminisces more about her mother. Mm -hmm. And I have a... Well, then she also starts reminiscing about how Richard, she made that dinner for Richard, like thinking that would like kind of fix things between them. Mm -hmm. And that like, it was just awkward. I thought it was weird because then, like, the next day he sent her, like, a thing to, like, what was it? Blue Chef or, oh, the local French Culinary Institute. Like, he bought her glasses. Yeah. I think that was his way of being, like, if I can get her occupied, she won't drink. Okay. I mean, maybe. I just think, buying some cooking classes, I just think that's so cool. <laughs> but, you like you say, it could be, like, a way to manipulate. It could be a way to control. And at the bottom of page 99... She pulls out the burner phone and the laptop, saying, Richard can't marry again. I begin to make preparations. The next time I see her, I will be ready. Ready to do what, you psychopath? Maybe Richard is the abusive piece of shit we think he is. And Vanessa is trying to save Nellie from this terrible marriage that she's about to get into. And then why can't she just go to Nellie instead of being a creeper? I think that she's trying to confront Nellie, but... Well, she has she anxiety job and drinking problems you know, and insomnia, so she can't confront someone like a normal person. Do you ever call someone and you just get so nervous that you just hang up? No. I get nervous when it's ringing. I'm like, please don't pick up. Please don't pick up. Please don't pick up. And then they pick up and I'm like, hi, um, I was just wondering if I could schedule an appointment with you. <laughs> Something you're supposed to do. Someone you're supposed to call. I, I need to do this thing and I don't want them to pick up the phone. Yeah, and then you're like, so I can just leave a message, you know? And yeah. then you leave your fucking phone number at the end because, like, you still live in the early 2000s and that's what you would do because caller ID wasn't a thing back then. Me and my refusal to to pick up the phone because I know it's fucking scam calls. Yep. Uh, anyways, we're in chapter 11 when she thinks about the new house. She's and- still wanting to know about her ex or about... Richard's ex. Mm-hmm. Again, this is another part where she can't say no because then she has to go to work. Mm-hmm. And how she has to go meet Maureen. I thought it was really sweet that she bought Nor- Maureen that like necklace. I don't, I don't think oh, that's wait. happened yet. Gosh darn it. I'm in the wrong chapters. <laughs> okay, these chapters are so short and like honestly nothing really important happens every chapter. So they just kind of get muddled together. Oh, this is where she had that weird like she was... um. She had like the the weird guys at the at Gibson's trying to sexually harass her. Yes. And I feel like this made her I feel like this goes back to that incident that I told you that something mm-hmm. happened to her in college. I felt like probably, which I don't think actually happened, she gave him a hug, you know, and Nellie plopped her gym bag on the bar and then leaned in and endured to feel his body pressing against hers. I thought maybe Vanessa would have been there and taken a picture. Which then she would have sent as blackmail. But I think later on, we don't, like, I don't think the timeline matches up where Vanessa was there to get that shot. The timeline is very weird. Is it? Now we're in chapter 12. <laughs> she picks up the salads. Yeah, her weird. Oh my God. And then Richard said their wedding album. Yeah, what a manipulative piece of poop. Well, I just don't, under- like, I guess, like, I don't, from Richard's point of view, what the fuck else was he supposed to do with it? He could have burned it. He Get over it. He doesn't want Vanessa back. 
No, so he's going to send it to her and be like, here, slap in the face. This was it. So you can reminisce on what once was. Does he like want her to be jealous? Is he that controlling that even after the marriage, he still has to control her? Yeah, but it was weird because then she calls Maureen and Maureen was like, Richard has moved on. I thought that was even more cringy worthy, cringe worthy. Because I'm like, sister, what is she supposed to say? Don't answer. I mean, I don't know. And then she stalks them and is going to the restaurant. Two minutes is all I require. Maybe a cab. It's a 20 minute walk. So I break into a run. I was like, oh my gosh. But then she says this. I stand there feeling numb. This is on 112. Maureen was always protective of Richard. I wonder if she'll befriend his new bride. If the two of them will go to lunch. Why are you thinking about this? Why is this so important to you? Why is food so important to you? They talk about food and designer clothes so much. Like someone's always eating or going mm-hmm. somewhere or getting food. And it's, I, this book is irritating. <laughs> and then chapter 13. And then we have Nellie meeting Maureen. Finally. Right. This is the chapter where we... I'm glad that they meet. It's very sweet. But then we start, we also like can take a look back at the relationship that Maureen and Vanessa had. Mm-hmm. And I think Vanessa tried to kind of enter their relationship that Richard and uh, Maureen had, but she just didn't feel like she fit in. Is this giving you incest I, vibes at all? Not necessarily. I think it's very motherly vibes because what his parents died when he was young, so Maureen was able to take care of him. Mm-hmm. But I do get the weird the vibes of Nellie might start to feel like she's in the same position as Vanessa, where they're so close that she really can't build that relationship that she wants. I mean, I guess. And then, um, did we read chapter 14 or did we stop at chapter 14? I stopped at 14. Okay. I didn't read it either. I was like, shit, what if Maria read a chapter ahead of me? <laughs> okay. No. Um, but I did want to make a quick comment too. Are we talking about, about the- Richard being controlling? Oh, okay. Um, Richard had asked if Maureen could be Nellie's maid of honor. And even though she would have preferred Samantha, she'd say yes. She said yes. Why couldn't she just make him, make her a bridesmaid? I mean, it's one thing to be controlling, but it's like you said, Nellie can't say no. Right. Like, you have to be a certain kind of person to, to be controlled. But I thought here's, it was weird. Here's like, we'll, we'll, we'll get into my fun new game. What's Richard's okay. type? Because Maureen says, you know, oh, you know, sweet, pretty. <laughs> what do you think Richard's type is? You go first, because I'm going to tell you my, my full ass theory. Um, I think Richard's type uh, is young girls mm-hmm. who didn't come from much. Like, they don't have very much of, like, a family. He wants them to be uh, dependent. The, yes, wants them to, to be t- dependent so that he that they can be dependent on him. I feel like he doesn't... Let's see, what, what's another? The quiet girl who won't say anything. Not confrontational. Long hair. Long hair. <laughs> in shape and... Has daddy issues as well as some type of coping mechanism slash addiction, whether it be alcohol or pills or something. Okay. Are you ready for my theory? Okay. What's your theory? Vanessa and Nellie are the same person. I read that somewhere. Someone says that too. Okay. Think. Okay. So I'm going to start with the name. Okay. You called her Nessie earlier, right? Yeah. And that's kind of like rude. But Oh, what if we're thinking of the Loch Ness Monster? So what if we changed it to, so Nessie, or if you just change the S's to L's, it's Nellie. 
Right. So they basically have the same name, first of all. They both have daddy issues. They're both having trouble sleeping and insomnia. They both take sleeping pills. They both have alcohol drinking problems. They both have mommy issues because Nellie doesn't want to go back home to Florida because she doesn't want to talk to her mom. Vanessa doesn't talk to her mom at all. Vanessa's not a brunette because she says in like the second chapter or whatever that she has to put the hair dye down because her roots are showing. I don't know if it's gray or because I assume that she's actually blonde. Right. They have little to no fatherly presence. And then I have the whole thing of Richard's timeline is weird because it's highly implied that Richard was older than Vanessa when they got married. And unless Richard's like a 50-year-old marrying Nellie as a 27-year-old, Richard has to be a vampire or Vanessa and Nellie are the same person. How do you get that from... I'm such a bad reader. I just read and I'm like, oh, okay, this is good. This is bad. I don't get the theories. But, but then like, you no, have the actually- whole thing. when Whenever Vanessa is stalking the fiance, the clothes that she describes the fiance wearing never matches what Nellie wears in the mm-hmm. chapter where Nellie feels like she's being followed. Right. Do you think this person is actually married to Richard or do you think like she's just obsessed with Richard? The new person? Vanessa, Nellie, do you think they were actually married to Richard or do you think they have some type of obsession that makes them think that they are in this relationship with him? So I think Nellie is Vanessa's younger self. Okay. And Vanessa is the present day self. And that's why we get Nellie's point of view from the third person. And that's why we have Vanessa from the first person because it's actively happening. Oh, and also think about too, both of them have some type of traumatic experience. In college. college. Yes, but they don't say what it is. So, yes. You might be onto something. (laughs) And I think the big reveal, this goes into my next question. Will Nellie and Richard get married? I think the answer is yes. And the big reveal is going to be at the wedding when they say the, when the the minister says the name, like the full legal name, it's like, do you? And it's going to say Vanessa's name in Nellie's chapter. This is my prediction. This is my theory. It's going to happen. I'm going to be really mad if this actually happens. I need you to be like, I need you to bet me. And if I'm right, you need to buy me a detective hat. Okay. I'll buy you a detective hat. Bet. Shake. (laughs) handshake over the camera (laughs) (laughs) and if my theory is wrong we go into my third question and then we'll get into your questions sorry i just like gave you everything i got really excited that's fine um if they're not the same person and vanessa is just like the creepy ex-wife and and nelly is the cute new fiance who are you rooting for and since you don't like either of them i feel like it's a good question i'm voting that neither of them okay i don't want if, if it were to be that they are not one person, I don't want Nellie to marry Richard because Richard sounds like a horrible person mm-hmm. and she does not need that bad juju in her life. Okay. Do you want anything for anything? Vanessa? I want her to find happiness. <laughs> no, I want her to get over Richard, that there's better fish in the yeah. sea and not some creepy older man who wears aviators and jeans and what do you have against aviators i wear them all right okay so you already answered my first question which is what do you think will happen next basically what your theory is i feel like we've already answered this question throughout our entire 
summary <laughs> of each chapter. Do you think Richard is the bad guy? Yes. And I agree with that. And then on a scale of one to five, one being the worst, five being the best, what would you rate this book so far? Okay, look, the only thing I found interesting about this book was my theory about Nellie and Vanessa being the same person. Reading this book for the first 14 chapters was terrible. I hated it. It was very hard. Okay, note to self, next time we're not going to do another mystery thriller. I will find a different book. No, it's fine. It just might be these authors. I don't know. I Have you, you had... think that, like, have you had several thriller novels that you just like started and you just hated them? Uh, not hated them. There hasn't been a book that I've read so far that I hate, but I've noticed that like the last book that I read under the Magnolias isn't a mystery thriller. And I absolutely loved it. Like I wanted to keep reading it. Whereas these ones, I'm like, I don't get that same feeling. Okay. So let's go back to the first book we ever read for this podcast, Home Before Dark. Thank you so much, Riley Sager. I will give Home Before Dark five stars because it's terrible getting through Maggie's chapters, but I loved Owen's chapters and just motivated me to read it where this book, I'm just like, I don't want to hear about Nellie's point of view. I don't give a shit about what Vanessa's doing. She's going to lay on the bed and be drunk. They're both annoying characters. Here we are again with our rants about annoying main characters. Can I help myself? No. I just feel like that is our podcast. But also nothing interesting is happening. No, not yet. And I feel like we're about to hit that peak of maybe something soon will happen. I'm I'm telling you, it's going to be the wedding. Or Sam's going to say something. Sam's going to be like, I've been sleeping with Richard. This, This book is already about a piece of shit cheater. (laughs) i don't know i don't need more cheater vibes (laughs) okay so i know i didn't pick this book but the vibes i got from this book reading the first section that we're reading which is chapters 1 through 13 are the chapters we actually read we stopped when we got to chapter 14 Mm -hmm. was the very famous quote from from hamlet is uh, something is rotten in the state of Denmark. Like something is wrong in this book. And also it gave me very, very like strong vibes of Stephen King's Sorry Right Number, the play. I haven't haven't read any Stephen King stuff. I think it was like, I don't think it's a book. It's a play he wrote. And I think they put it on TV, but it's about this woman who, this is honestly what gave me the, the idea that Nellie and Vanessa were the same person because I don't know why I thought about this play but it's a play where it starts where this woman is talking on the phone and she hangs up and then all of a sudden she gets this phone call and she thinks it's her daughter because it sounds like her daughter where the person on the phone the woman on the phone just goes please and she's like crying and she goes please 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 and she goes please take and the line goes dead So she panics and she calls her daughter to make sure her daughter is okay. And then she does all these things and like nothing happens. And then they go out for the night or like, I think it goes to the next morning and she goes down to the basement because her husband never came to bed and she sees that her husband has died of a heart attack. And then it goes forward five years into the future on the same day. And then she goes into this like trance-like experience at the same time that she received the phone call five years prior and she dials her own number and she's crying on the phone begging her past self to take her husband to the hospital oh that's spooky (laughs) i don't like that 
I feel like you would enjoy Stephen King. <laughs> I'm sure I would. I think it's that I don't want to start it because I know that I'm going to become addicted to it and just continue reading all the stuff. But yo, no, I got very, the very sorry right number vibes because like Nellie keeps saying, like, I keep getting these phone calls and people are breathing into the phone. And I was just like, what if it's like, here are my, my, my not real thriller fantasy takes because I don't read thriller books and it's not the fun answer ever. It's Vanessa, her future self, is calling her past self to warn her about her marriage. And then I have the... <laughs> Get out of here. Go away. You ruined the book. And then I have Richard being a vampire. And I know the, none of those are the right answer, but I want them I to think, be. I don't think Richard's a vampire, but I think what you said about the whole, like, Vanessa is talking to her past self, like, if that's true, I'm salty spittoon that you might be right. <laughs> I don't think that's actually. I think she might be stalking Richard's new girlfriend. And she could be. But that also brings know, up we'll the see. point that this this new girlfriend is going to be Richard's third wife. And Nellie does say that her and Richard are getting, like, in a whirlwind romance. And they're getting married very quickly. And it makes me think that Richard's done this before. But it also makes you wonder, what happened to the first wife? Maybe that's the person stalking Nelly. If Nelly and Vanessa are are the same person, I'm so we'll excited. What color should my detective hat be? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, well, we will be reading chapters 14 through. Oh, what chapter did I? I think tell you me? said 28. I think so. Yeah. Whatever 14 was through 28. Wee. Wee. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, I have it. I even have it written on here. Chapter. I'm silly. <laughs>